Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. I was doing some research today, and it seemed to be a bit of a slow day in the news cycle. Now, obviously, there's the Zion Williamson uh, story of him responding to what uh, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, and others had to say about his weight. And then yesterday he went out there and dropped 36 points in a big game. <clears throat> and they asked him to kind of respond to what the, you know his critics have been saying. So I thought that was one story. But I was like, eh, we kind of talked about it yesterday. I don't know how interested people are really in that. So what happened? I was kind of going through the internet. And I follow various shows. So a video was recommended to me on YouTube from, uh, what is it? Um, Nightcap right? The show with Shannon Sharp and um, Chad Ochocinco. So they're there. And I look at the, the what is it? The, the title, the thumbnail. And it has an image of Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, and Shannon Sharp basically talking about how things kind of ended with Skip or, or really just kind of addressing the role Undisputed played in the current trajectory that his career is taking. And I thought it was very interesting what he said. And I also thought it was it was, it was pretty classy, some of the things that he had to say uh, about Skip Bayless in terms of acknowledging what Undisputed did for him in terms of a springboard or springboarding him to where he is now. So for those of you who didn't hear that, want to quickly play that for you and then want to come back and react to this comment. Take a listen to what Shannon Sharp had to say here. Well, you know, Joe, you know, we had to say, I had to celebrate a little bit. Shannon, what did you celebrate? What happened? Shannon Sharp was number one on Complex Most Entertaining Sports Media Personalities. Um, I was one. Stephen A. was two. Charles Barkley was three. Pat McAfee was four. Yeah. Shaq was five. Cameron and Mace was six. Yeah. Gilbert Arenas was seven. J.J. Uh-huh. Reddick was eight. Michael Irvin uh-huh. was nine. And Mina Kimes was six. I mean, ten. Those yeah. were the top ten. Yeah, I understand that 2023 didn't get off to the best start for me. There were a lot uh-huh. of things that was going on, the situation that happened at the Lakers game, what uh-huh. was going on with me with Undisputed. But I remember, and I tweeted this, and if y'all go back and look, you can see, I said 2023 going to be my year. Yeah. Because I, my sister sent me a quote. She said, if you if you kneel before God, he will stand uh-huh. for you. And if he stands for you, no one can stand against you. But this couldn't be possible without you. Look, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my six years and nine months at Undisputed and uh-huh. Skip giving me an opportunity because that's kind of where it started. I was able to 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 formulate a personality uh, 
become relatable. Right. And so I really appreciate Undisputed and Skip giving me that opportunity. And then Stephen A come in and I've only worked with Stephen A for about four months and him giving me an opportunity. And if you notice, I'm getting more and more comfortable. So I'm mm -hmm. starting to be more and more like the Shannon that they saw in Undisputed. Mm -hmm. And then you and I get together. You and I have been working together for hey. a little over three months. Hey, but we changed so, this shit up now. Yeah. And so it, it's a lot that went into this. And although I'm number one, I couldn't have done this without Skip. Oh, I could not we, have done this without Stephen we, A. We, and we I number one. Okay, we number one. We number Next okay. year, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Oh, we yeah. we need we need look, Cam and Mace on here as a duo. They're actually they're the only duo on here. So right. we definitely need to be, we need to be. And I got no problem with that. We're gonna be number one next year. Matter of fact, Kelsey and uh okay, yeah, Kelsey, uh the Kelsey brothers are 21. So they're the only they're the only brothers, uh they're the only combo. Everybody else are individuals. And so we're gonna be number one now. Because what we're doing right now is sitting in such a short amount of time at the rate oh, and the pace Ocho, that we're check going. this out. Ocho, Ocho. Even after you got honorable mention, Ocho. I got honorable mention? Honorable mention. Yay! I thought his comments were, were classy. And I thought that they were valid. The fact of the matter is this. Before Shannon Sharp joined Undisputed, he had been on television before. I certainly seen him on ESPN first take with Skip Bayless a number of years prior, but he wasn't really ringing bells the way that he is now. He goes on Undisputed. Him and Skip are doing their own thing. Skip Bayless is trying to build up that network as someone that used to be arguably the face of ESPN. He goes over to FS1. He then hand he handpicks <clears throat> Shannon Sharp to be his running mate, and he's like, this is the guy I want to work with. They go out there and they end up having great success. And Shannon Sharp, I personally believe, ends up becoming more popular than he had ever been as a former NFL player. This is just my personal view. Um, to the point where Shannon even said himself on numerous occasions that nowadays a lot of people come up to him <clears throat> and they know him as the guy that they see on television and don't even, they, and they don't even know he was a former NFL player. Some people don't even know this. And it goes to show you how Shannon was able to reinvent himself. But it, none of that would have been possible had the platform not been there. So for him to acknowledge that uh, shows a certain level of classiness. And I think what Shannon discovered uh, was that he has a voice, as he said. Number two, um, he is a great personality, as you heard. I mean, they ranked him the number one most <clears throat> complex i think it was complex ranked him the number one most uh entertaining uh sports personality out there and he is entertaining and i think that i think if you think about it and i think of some of the people that are coming to my head right now i think you could say it's shannon sharp uh i certainly think you could say it's him but what i like is that he's not forgotten where he's coming from now some people would probably get upset with shannon based on how uh, Skip treated him as various at, at various points during that show, especially the time when he kind of called out his credentials when comparing him uh, to Tom Brady, and he took a personal shot at him. Some people were like, "Shannon, you should kind of, you know, why are you still <clears throat> uh, paying homage to Skip Bayless?" But to me, I think Shannon is who he is. He didn't forget the opportunity that Skip gave him. Gave him, and if we're being honest, he gave him an opportunity. And now I think that Shannon is reaching a point. I said it in one of our earlier shows, and I mean it. I think Shannon Sharp is going to make more money. I think Shannon Sharp in the next five years is going to make more money now uh, than he had ever made uh, as an NFL player. I just believe that. 
for you to be at the head of the game, I mean, some people say it's Stephen A. Smith. I understand that. But you see the premium that Shannon Sharp brings even to that show. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. This topic here, I came across an article <clears throat> not too long ago, and it was fr it is from the website uh, Front Office Sports. I just came. This this article was actually published today on December twelfth by Michael McCarthy. And the headline said the following, first take is owning uh, the ratings battle with Undisputed. And I said, okay, I got to read this article. This is something that we definitely got to touch on because these type of topics are quite appealing to our audience, including myself. So I said, there's no way we're going to pass up an opportunity uh, to talk about it. So this is the main thing that I want to focus on. First of all, before we even get into this article, as you guys know, um, ESPN first take had always was always winning the battle. Uh, of that time slot in the morning and Stephen A. Smith takes every single opportunity to, to remind us of this fact. Um, now they had some competition to an extent when Shannon Sharp was with Undisputed. Undisputed was bringing in around 165, 170,000 viewers a day. Uh, ESPN first, uh, ESPN first take was bringing around 300, three times the audience, three to 400 times, uh, three to 400,000 viewers uh, daily. And then what happened? Shannon Sharp leaves the show. They take a, they take a dip and then, ESPN first take then goes on to receive a significant bump, especially on days in which Shannon Sharp is there, which are Monday, Mondays and Tuesdays. Right. And we've done various shows uh, covering that. So that's really the backdrop. I, I thought it was important for us to kind of give that context so people understand that. So I really, I really want to get into this article, the meat and potatoes of it. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our sponsor, Aura. Do you know what the fastest growing crime in America is today? It's identity theft. Imagine trying to log into your email only to see that your password has been changed. Then you start getting weird notifications from your bank and credit cards only to find out that all of your personal and sensitive information has been totally compromised. If you think it can happen to you and your family, just know that in 2020, over 49 million Americans were victims to identity theft, costing them a combined $56 billion. That is why we are excited to partner with Aura, who's the sponsor of this video. Aura is the number one identity theft and financial fraud protection. Aura monitors the dark web and alerts you if any of your passwords and accounts have been breached. And funny enough, after using Aura, I discovered some of my credentials were floating around in the dark web, and the app showed me exactly when and where the breach happened. In addition, Aura allows you to set spending alerts and they'll notify you of any suspicious transactions. Aura is four times faster than any of its competitors in alerting you if someone is trying to open a credit card or obtain a loan using your name. And remember this, every 14 seconds, someone becomes a victim of identity fraud. Don't let it happen to you. Now click the link in the description and try Aura for free for two weeks and see if any of you or your family's personal information has been compromised. Start your free trial at Aura.com slash Dreamers Pro. And when you try Aura by using the link in the description below, also know that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So let me get into this article here. It continues on to say, Skip Bayless, he recently started on a commercial for Undisputed shot in actual, uh, in actual cemetery, which may be a metaphor for the dying competition between his show and the rival Stephen A. Smith first take. Over the summer, the dueling morning programs revamped their casts and formats before the NFL season, each intending to become the leading embrace debate show on morning TV. FS1 Undisputed hired a trio of retired NFL players, Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, and Richard Sherman. In return, Smith personally recruited Bayless 
Bayless's ex-sparring partner, Shannon Sharp, to join him and Molly Karam on ESPN's first take. With more than three months of head-to-head competition between the reshuffle weekly shows, the verdict is in. It's Smith by a technical knockout. From September to November, first take average 554,000 viewers compared to 120,000 for Undisputed. During the two weeks from November 27th, to December uh, 8th, first take average or drew 581,000 uh, in comparison to 105,000 according to sources. In fact, November ranked at, as the most watched month 614,000 in the 16-year history of uh, First Take. The article then goes on to say a few other things. ESPN First Take has maintained its number one ranking since Undisputed debuted in 2016, even if the 56-year-old Smith leaves the show for late-night TV, entertainment, or politics, Sharp vowed First Take will remain number one. Y'all know y'all not going to be better than me and Stephen A. That's not going to happen, I promise you. That is uh, not going to happen ever, ever. Sharp warned his competitors at FS1. Now, if Stephen A. Smith says, Shannon, I want to go in a different direction, you are... <clears throat> Still not going to be, uh, you're still not going to beat us because Stephen A is that dude. If Stephen May, if Stephen A ever decided to leave and turn the reins over to me, y'all know that I'm that dude. I'm him. Now, now, uh, the problem y'all got is y'all got two hymns to go up against. But don't count out Bayless. A 72 year old uh, has had more journalistic lives than a cat. Love him or hate him, he's still the godfather of Embrace Debate. Both Smith and Sharp can partially thank him for their career success so you heard uh what the article had to say there here are my thoughts this doesn't surprise me there was a there was a recent article that was published i believe it was by complex if i'm not mistaken that ranked some of the top personalities uh in sports media two of them are on espn first take number one is shannon sharp number two is stephen a smith and that means that ESPN First Take is a legitimate powerhouse. There are no two ways to slice it. Number one, I think that, well, at least in the past, I thought this for a fact, that ESPN First Take had more interesting topics. This is just my personal view. Even when Shannon Sharp was there, this was something I always lamented about. Uh, 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 Undisputed got to the point where it was either going to be the Cowboys, Tom Brady, uh, LeBron James or the Lakers, and then they'll sprinkle in a few other topics. Whereas on ESPN First Take, uh, I thought they had a broader range of topics. The fact that they had a rotating panel kept things fresh when you have Kendrick Perkins, J.J. Redick, uh, Jay Williams, uh, and so many other contributors that would come in a different, uh, you know, in different days, Tim Legler uh, and others. And they seem to have mastered that formula, although it was something that Skip Bayless perfected at the time. Stephen A. Smith is now taking it to a different level. But I also think it's worth noting that Stephen A. Smith has a competitive advantage because he is on the bigger platform. Right. People have more access, although they say that FS1 is in more households than ESPN first. Take. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know what to think of those numbers. Um, so there's that aspect of it. So you have two powerhouse personalities kind of uh, at the helm of that show. Um, you have interesting guests that come in. J.J. Reddick came in. He brought in his own audience. So certain days you see they bring in Pat McAfee. He has his own audience, although they don't bring in the same numbers that Shannon Sharp does. And I don't see this really changing moving into the future. I really don't see it changing. Uh, I don't see it changing. Now, the undisputed cast is, is finally beginning to kind of, um, you know, settle in on me. And I'm now starting to kind of get used to it. Uh, at first, it was a little bit awkward. 
um, I still think that they're there, uh, that they're currently experimenting at ESPN because at a certain point you saw Rachel Nichols, at a certain point you saw uh, John Sally, at a certain point you saw Paul Pierce, and you don't see them anymore. And in some certain segments, it's Skip Bayless and Richard Sherman, then it's Keyshawn Johnson, so it is Michael Irvin. So I, I, I still think that they're in the experimental phase, but in terms of the battle, I think uh, uh, the article is 100% on the money in terms of the actual facts. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Uh, as you guys know, the Lakers just recently won the play-in tournament. Oh, not the play-in, the in-season tournament. I keep calling it the play-in tournament. The in-season tournament cup, right? And some people are now beginning or trying to at least suggest uh, that is a championship. To say that that thing is a championship, I think really dilutes what an NBA championship is. But nevertheless, some people are trying to make it into some big things, uh, some big thing. And the people that are actually trying to make it into that, apart from these, uh, you know, apart from Laker fans, LeBron fans, is the Lakers organization themselves. According to various reports, it has been reported that the Lakers are now going to imagine this hang this. Tournament cup, whatever championship, whatever you want to call it, in the rafters to go up there with all of the other rafters, uh, with all of their banners. And this topic item was brought to the attention of Skip Bayless and the Undisputed panel. So as they were discussing it, uh, uh, Keyshawn Johnson started off first, and when he started talking, man, Keyshawn Johnson absolutely stunned the entire panel. Even resident Laker fan. Uh, 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 Richard Sherman. Even he was confounded by what by what Keyshawn Johnson was saying. So, for those of you who did not hear what Keyshawn Johnson had to say, want to play for you now, and then we're going to come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to what Keyshawn Johnson had to say here. Okay, Keyshawn, you first as a lifelong Laker fan. Oh, I'm with it. Are you good with this? I'm with, I'm with it 100. Because because it's a championship. This is different than the old Pacific. Was it the Pacific Division? Division yeah. yeah, Pacific Division. It's yeah. different. This is a championship, mm. right? And you say, well, what does that mean? It means that every single year from here on out, mm -hmm. I'm assuming over the next 50 years, this is this is every single year, yeah. there's going to be an in-season tournament. I assume so. They're not going to take it away. So we're not hanging a banner where they go, Oh, we looked at it. It didn't work. The ratings wasn't good. It wasn't that. That's not what the NBA is doing. The NBA is building this. And every single year, it's 2000, ours will be 2023. So in that square at the top, mm -hmm. we'll put 2023, boom. Then the rest of them will be blank. Then it'll be 2027, boom. Then 28, boom. That's okay. Because it'll Wait, be off to the side. A years? Well, I just, I didn't want to go multiple. I didn't want to go every yeah. single year. I just right. was spacing it out so that you can understand hmm. what those boxes are going to look like. Okay. It's not a situation where, where you look at the Raptors now, there's championship and championship and championship and championship and then uh, retired jerseys, retired. This is one little space off to the side where every single year, the in-season tournament, we're going to put it up. It's fine. That's what the Lakers are about, championships. There's nothing wrong with this. Let me tell you something, man. First and foremost, if every single team had an opportunity to do what the Lakers did in Vegas, 
they be hanging one too. Yeah, but that's that's because it, it keep, they're they're not you. If the Boston Celtics, I don't know if they if would. the Boston Celtics had one, you don't think that they would hang one? And on top of that, you know what? I don't think they would. I don't oh, absolutely, they would. they would. Absolutely, it's Gee. a championship. Gee. It's only the end season, Richard. Right, but that, but but it's not a championship then. It's an only end season cha- tournament championship. So, so what are we the champions of? The end season tournament, which ain't a champion. It is look, the see, end season. I'm, I'm a Lakers fan like you. We don't we don't we don't. No, hang. but see that's we, the but but you're doing the arrogant Laker thing right now. No, I'm yes, doing the, I'm doing the, no. I'm doing the we got standard. We don't hang jerseys of people that aren't Hall of Famers. We don't we don't put things on the rafters. That don't submit us in history, and it's not submitting us in history. Either we the champions of the entire league, or we not that but that's what we've we, been. See, you doing the arrogant Lakers How thing, and I, I get it because you, you, what you're saying right now is we're too good for this. No, I'm saying either we are the champions of the entire, we're world champions. Yes. Or there's no reason to hang the banner. But it's in-season tournament champion, not world champion. Right. But I'm just saying the organization. This is we, not the Pacific we, Division. This is not the Western Conference final banner. It's not that. But they shouldn't call it a championship then, because it's a cup. It's just an in-season cup. Okay, maybe they maybe maybe they call it the in-season cup championship or something. I don't know. But but, which is fine. Like like it's because it's like soccer. That's where they got the idea from 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 the soccer teams Mm -hmm. having an in-season cup. But it's just weird for an organization. Like if the Clippers did it, if a team that didn't have championship didn't have 17 championship bats, then it's like, hey, we have to celebrate all the Clippers. But if the Clippers did it. I will be laughing my butt off. And the reason I will be laughing my butt off because they'll never get to another championship, a, a world championship. They'll be stuck only in the in-season tournaments. For us, if you- we plan on winning multiples over time. So we're going to place, we're going to have placeholders to put those <laughs> I, years in. I, but if, the, if it's a joke for the Clippers yeah, to put it up, then how it's is it not a joke for us to put it because up? Because we got real championship, world championships up too. World championships up. How, no. how are you not getting what you're saying to me? No, we got world championships, <laughs> which is fine. But in-season tournament championship is the new norm now. That is going forward. We're going to have multiple. So we just put them up. Mm. And the Celtics will put them up. Dallas will put them up. You watch. Mm. We wouldn't be doing it. Genie Bus number one, wouldn't be doing it if it didn't mean something. Keep. Genie Bus would not be doing it if it didn't mean something. Are you saying we're going to put the trophy in the trophy case with the 17 championships? No, it'll have its own trophy case. <laughs> That's Just what... like this will have its own space. It's not going up next mm-hmm. to the championship banners. It's going up somewhere else. It might go up on the north end or something like that. Maybe put it on the court, but don't put it in the rafters. We don't put, we don't, we don't have really a ring of honor. We don't because you don't do that. We, if you're a Hall of Famer, you go, your jersey go up. Well, that's really and, the ring of honor, though. And, but it's only Hall of Famers. So that's the kind of organization the Lakers are. They don't put guys up that don't have. Hall of Fame resumes and Hall of Famers. I, you can check me. You can fact check me. But I don't think, me. no, 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 that's right. No, it's true. Mm. It's true, Skip, but Sorry, nobody Skip. else right. does that either, I don't think. Keyshawn, I really did think the Los Angeles Lakers were all about June and not December. But that's what I thought. Skip! June and not December. Okay. Okay? And I will give right you up this. Your alley. I, I believe <laughs> Jeannie got some pressure from the league office, if not encouragement, that, and that, please and that, validate and us. That may, validate us. Put it up and, there. And, so that, we, and okay. that may be the case. Yeah. 
That may be the case. The governor said, hey, the board of governors in the league said, hey, we need you to do this for us, Skip, that right? Was, and, and that maybe. may be the case. But it's an in-season tournament. They plan on having multiples. If this was the only year I give it to you, Skip, then I first thing I said, no, nah, man, throw that down. But it's not. This is here. It's staying. It ain't going nowhere. There you but doesn't it feel like a championship to you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a championship. How many, how many? So you heard what he had to say. Before I even get to my thoughts, let me give you some of the reaction on uh, Twitter uh, to NBA fans hearing this news. One fan said, okay, it's according to Sham, uh, Shams Karenia, the Los Angeles Lakers will unveil a unique NBA in-season tournament banner to honor their 2023 uh, in-season tournament championship. It will be a single it will be a single forever banner hung on December 18th where future dates will be added should the franchise win additional in-season tournament titles in the future. Some person said, uh, <clears throat> Drew said, laughing my you-know-what off. No way they actually did it. Another person said, Jeannie, no. Another person said, this is actually beyond parody. Another person said, Clippers can't even get a hold of its first banner. I'm crying. Another person said, embarrassing. And the comments just kept on coming. Another person said, Jeannie, hang the damn banner showing, uh, uh, what is it, Adam Silver. Another person said, this is why the Lakers are the greatest franchise of all time. But this is from LeBron Muse, uh account. So that's what people are saying online. Here's my reaction to this. Okay. Go ahead and hang it. What I want to know is, so what's the precedent? So, Okay. We had some LeBron fans basically coming out there and saying, oh, you know, this is his fifth championship. So help me understand this. If the Clippers next season win the in-season tournament, they're champions? Is that what we're saying? Paul George got his first ring. Russell Westbrook got his first. Is this what we're saying? Is, is that what it is? Is this what it means going forward? <clears throat> Number one, if you're going to say, no, 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 it's a different type of championship, then I would say, why does this championship have any significance when the level of difficulty to win it is so low that it's laughable, that barely the fans barely cared and NBA players themselves barely cared and NBA players wouldn't even care if they were not financially incentivized? This is the, do you think NBA players would care if there, was, if there wasn't a financial uh, incentive? Listen, <clears throat> I think this news is the sign of the times that we currently live in. We're heading in a man. We're heading backwards. Society is on the downfall, man. Like I'm just being honest with you. Now we hang an in-season tournament banner. Like really, this is what we doing? This is what we. This is where we are. The in-season tournament is a participation trophy. It's like a trophy you make so the loser doesn't feel bad. Like, I know it sucks to lose, but I don't want you to go home and cry. So here's something for you to feel. Really? We went from the Jordan standard, from the Kobe standard to this? Bro, this is a joke if I ever heard one. I don't care about the in-season tournament. It, does, it, turn, it doesn't turn me on. I don't give a damn about it. I'm sorry. The level of difficulty is nowhere near winning an NBA championship. I'm sorry. And nobody in their right mind thinks that the Indiana Pacers are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, cut it. Like, what are we de- What are we even doing? One last point that just occurred to me. <clears throat> For the LeBron fans that saying, oh, who did Jordan face in the finals? He didn't face this. Who didn't face that? So LeBron just won a championship, according to you dudes, against the Indiana Pacers. Y'all count that too? Listen, you dudes are the easiest people to beat. 
easy ass. Y'all are easy work. And then, and then some of y'all, man, keep continuing messaging me on IG. I don't know what's up with these dudes. One dude said, delete your channel. What? You want me to do what? You want me to get rid of my channel? Why are you even watching me? This is what I'm trying to figure out. Why y'all even why? But it's okay. I'm beginning to understand that I'm getting to you dudes. And y'all can't do nothing with me. So we're going to keep putting it on y'all asses. This is what we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep putting it. And then there's nothing, y'all, nothing you can do with me. There's nothing you can do with me. So we're we, we going to keep doing that. And uh, I'm going to be I'm, I'm gonna be on the lookout for more of these your threats. Oh, don't, don't do that. All right. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.